what to do. <laughs> Susie, 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 Susie. Aloha, That's Sarah. who you are. <laughs> and Sarah, Sarah, Sarah is who I am. I can't believe you're back already. <gasps> Hello. From your tropical getaway. Or shall I say, aloha, Susie. Aloha to you. We're two Hawaiian goddesses now. Yeah, everybody was like, so is Susie here too? And I'm like, no. And they're like, but she's in Hawaii. Like, I know, just a weird coincidence. So close, but not I know. quite. But I was jealous of you because you actually got to go in the ocean. Yes, I had more of an island experience. Yes. What was the deal? Why, why didn't you make it to the beach? So I was in Hawaii to do... Uh, some speaking about sexual assault awareness and treatment on the military base out there. So my day was full of sitting in conference rooms, talking Ugh. to commanding officers about how they respond to sexual assault and the best ways to treat sexual abuse on base and uh, past traumas and trauma-informed healing. And wow. Suze, it was awesome. Really? I had no idea. Oh, there's like a 90% chance I'm going to cry telling the story. Okay. I had no idea how much the military cared about this and really, I mean, we think of, you know, I don't know. It's just me. I always thought like the military you kind of think of as this big organization and, you know, or big, big thing and just like all of it is all one shared idea and... Well, and you think that there, if stuff's happening, they're going to cover it up and it's very yeah. cynical. Yes. Yeah. That is not the case. Wow. I met countless people who worked, who are working tirelessly to end this, who know it's a problem. And then people who have been in for 20 years who say it was not always like this. And we mm. admit that it was not good, but now we are putting so many efforts into changing. And the drill sergeant that was there talked about her own um, stories and people were open and sharing. And so many survivors spoke out like in front of the, other, uh, uh, you know, men and women in uniform and nobody was ashamed of it. And it felt so, so good to see that, that this is something that people are really, really caring about. And I did not expect, I thought I was going to go there and have to like convince them that this is a thing we need to care about. And it was like, I had a two-star general sit, (sighs) talk to me and say, tell me what I need to do. I, no I'm all ears. Way. And I say, died. I died, Suze. It was, he awarded me with a met, like a, a, oh a these things called challenge coins that like they just do not hand out to anybody. And he like gives it to me in like the secret handshake thing. No and like way. all like, it was so cool. And I was like, oh my God, don't cry right now, Sarah. But just saying like, this is so important and I'm here to like, you know, whatever you need to support you in this and to make sure that. You know, this is something that we're putting all of our attention towards. And they have an entire unit dedicated to this called SHARP. I can't remember what it stands for. It's like sexual harassment, something, 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 prevention and services or something. And they, I mean, it's this huge, like, part that, and they, with a huge staff and these really well trained um, uh, victim advocates and I mean, like, my heart was just exploding the whole time. Oh, that is sure a validating for you, I'm sh- I oh, imagine. So much. Yeah. And I just had this realization that, like, man, it's a really small pool of mm. realities or people who are, you know, have some have been on TV or somebody knows who they are, who are open about sexual abuse, who are also trained and informed in this subject and have the credentials. And I'm like, I need to be doing this. Yeah, I, I, that has to make you feel really proud. Oh, yes, it did. And it made me feel so good to know that there is going to be a change in the culture. I hope you're right. Sometimes I know it, it doesn't feel like that. It. Do, I know it. When you're in it and when you see it and when you're there, I know it. I mean, like the, the water bottles that they all carry around now say not in my squad and like oh, wow. have a number for like sexual assault, like prevention on it. So this was a big problem though at one point? Yes, or, yes, yeah. yes. 
Yes. And what Absolutely. are we just talking? Is there a particular thing that's high risk there, or is it just like across the board? Like it's well, there are a few different things. There's a lot of time. There's a lot of past trauma. Okay. You know, people who join the military who yes. not not everybody, sure. but it is often that. There, they have past trauma, whether that be physical abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse, because, and, and we talk about this, what I, I believe we've talked about on here before, the HPA access, which is this, this, um, it's part of like your endocrine system where all of your hormones flow that's really highly activated when you're in a stressful situation. And when that becomes activated, you enjoy, or you become more, familiar and comfortable with high stress situations and things like you know are you live in that like highly reactive place Mm -hmm. and that becomes more comfortable for you and so Mm -hmm. that that feeling would attract people to the military sure yeah and you can also get away and yes yeah, you yes, find out yes. family kind of. Exactly. That was what touched my heart more than anything was that this is a family. Yeah. And I was like, ah. Oh. And everybody was like, this saved me because my own family didn't believe me. My own family said, I, I can't talk about this. I'll bring shame to the family. So they disowned me and I mm. came here. And so you don't want them to come to a place where they're going to continue that abuse and or where that abuse is going to be, you know. Um, they're going to continue to receive it. So they're making so many efforts. And so, yeah, so it's focused on um, past trauma and um, and then understanding the grooming process and yeah. hierarchy and understanding power and talking a lot about who are the perpetrators. They got rid of the term, uh, uh, oh, what do they call it? They call it the good guy defense. Mm-hmm. Where you're now not allowed to talk at all about how the person's like character. Rep- yes. Yeah. Yeah, which I love. And they came up to me and were like, "Can you add this to your slides? How they're not doing this? Any- like, this is a good thing, you know, that we want to make sure they talk know about too." And I didn't even know about that. I was like, "Yes." Because yes. I always ask for feedback at the end. I see that inevitably when someone's accused of something terrible, there's always somebody that's like, well, he didn't do anything to me. And it's yeah. like, well, oh, that's great, but it doesn't mean he didn't do it to somebody right. else. Or him, he's such a great guy. He's yeah. been so, he's had, like been serving the military for this many years. And no, you sure. can't say that. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So looking at power, looking at hierarchy, making sure that they know, oh, and now they have this like transition program where if you experience any sort of trauma, whether it's like PTSD, whether it's physical or emotional, like while you're in the military, mm-hmm. then they have a, a a program that you go through where rather than just, you know, going, oh, are you good? Well, no, then you're out of here. They try to rehabilitate you and work with you and like give you the time to heal so that you can go back into the military. Rather than right. just giving them like the Leaving discharge papers. And, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And that's so important. So we talked a lot about what the end goal is and how the end goal can't be justice because that's so rarely received and how the end goal needs to look like it's it's this journey and process, like long healing process mm-hmm. that there is no blueprint for that looks different for everyone. And I mean, you sh- it was so cool to see all these like high-ranking military personnel in full uniform Mm. looking at me saying, like taking notes. Oh my God, that's humbling. So humbling. I was like, oh my God, I can't even believe this. This is so amazing. And they're all doing, like, they're all so into it. And this is great. And, oh, we got such good feedback. And they asked us to come back again in June. so so great. That's so good. I will say it is kind of cruel that they keep uh, having you come to Hawaii. So maybe next time they, like, can let you surf and... Right. Well, I, I should have just tacked on an extra day. That was like an option. And I was like, ugh, I got clients to get back to. But next time I will get my surfing in. I did have yeah. some spam masubi, so yes. we're good. We're we good. had one of our Hawaiian brainiacs tweet to us about that. She's she's from Hawaii and she was saying how fun it was to hear us talk about how good spam masubi is. It's so good. And then I was like trying to sell it to everybody else. Who I like, I was it's talking to everybody sell. about it. Yeah, it is. And they're like, mm, that's not for me. I'm like, no, 
don't understand. You know what's an easy sell, though? What? Beta brand pants. Oh, easy peasy. They are such a good sell because if you want to look cute and be comfortable, Beta brand are the perfect pants for you. So great for work, going to meetings, doing your thing out in the world. You want to look proper and not like a schlub. But you don't want to be uncomfortable all day. They have tons of different styles, boot cut, straight leg, skinny cropped, and more of their dress pant yoga pant, which Sarah likes when I say. Love it. Um, They have lots of standard colors, and then they do seasonal and limited edition colors, all different lengths and styles with pockets. Um, The fit, the feel, and the comfort are amazing. I have tons of different styles and I just wear them whenever I have to go to a meeting or anything like that. When I leave my house, you know, basically. <laughs> uh, that's why I started wearing Beta Brand dress pant yoga pants. Visit betabrand.com slash brain candy, all lowercase, to get 20% off yours. Millions of women agree they are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. That's betabrand.com uh, B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D dot com slash brain candy, all lowercase, to get 20% off your dress pant yoga pants. Oh, also, friendly reminder, you guys need to be counting how many times I say the word like. so that Oh, I can, right. I forgot. <laughs> so that I can put it in my like jar and pay so uh, great. $1 for every time I gratuitously use the word like. I'm trying to break the habit, and it's super hard, and I am sick of it. You know what? I think those jars are really helpful for a bunch of stuff. Yeah? I'm trying to think, like, because I was thinking, like, what, when I'm a parent, what kind of jar would I have? Because, like, I don't really care about swearing. Yeah. So I was thinking about what about a mean words towards myself jar? Oh, good one. Anytime you said any sort of thing, like, put down towards yourself, Mm. that would probably be good to teach some yeah. confidence. And Especially for young girls. Yes. Yeah. If you say one thing like, oh, oh my God, I look so fat. Oh my God, my hair looks so fat. Oh, no, man. put it in the jar. I should have oh, a jar that's for good. that too. <laughs> right. Yeah, maybe I needed that jar. <laughs> it's a little projecting I'm doing. Yeah. Oh, I, I did that thing you tell people to do where you stand in the mirror and tell yourself you love yourself. <gasps> yeah. How was it? I mean, it was felt a little silly, but then I was like, you know what? This is a great idea. Good. Because it did feel like, you know what? I do love her. She's great. And you know what? <laughs> you know what I just love that you did? You did it in third person. I do love her. She's great. Yeah. That's what happens. Oh, my God. I've had this conversation so many times in the past week. It's like the universe telling me something. When we speak to ourselves in this third person way, that's like our executive functioning, like higher self brain. When we speak to ourselves like you, yeah. you're so bad. I've, you rarely say anything positive about yourself yeah. in first person. It's like the lizard brain. Yes. Yeah. So that's how you can really get yourself out of it. If you go, am I speaking like Sarah's so great or is it I'm such an idiot? If mm. it's I, then switch it and get out of that. Yeah. Because you wouldn't it's talk so like crazy. that to your you know, acquaintance or friend or anybody. Right. But every time I see somebody like tell me a story about what they were thinking, they never say, oh, Sarah, you were like, you're such an idiot. It's always, I was thinking I'm such an idiot. But then Mm -hmm. when they say something positive, they're always like, and then I said to myself, Sarah, you can do this. Wow. That's interesting. It always happens. Right. I'm going to be more aware of that. Yeah. Let's just start doing some like an unofficial experiment. The, the brainiac should try it. Look in the mirror when you get out of the shower or whatever and just be like, I love you or whatever you yes. are feeling or want to feel and say it and see what you think. Maybe it'll help you. And the fact that it's a little bit uncomfortable yeah, it is. is a good th- is like yeah. good. You get over that hump because that <laughs> feeling of uncomfortability is the same feeling that we get when somebody gives us a compliment. Mm-hmm. Right. And you got to desensitize like a... a yeah, it gets desensitization yeah, to that feeling. Let it feeling. wash over you. Yes. Oh, what a good word. <laughs> it's probably why we feel like today. Hawaii is like magical. <laughs> right? Susie was telling me that when she's in Hawaii, she's like always down with the woo-woo stuff because well, she feels more spiritually connected. <laughs> Listen, when we were there, I had to get my hair done, my roots done. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when that needs to be done, it needs to be done. So I yeah. went to this lady 
And she she said, what does your son think of Kauai? And I'm like, he loves it. He just, he seems, he says he prefers it over Oahu and he just can't get enough. And she's like, well, they say that the island either loves you or hates you. And so oh. maybe the island has embraced him. And she had all this magical speak <gasps> and I was into it. Oh, I'm getting chills. <laughs> I love it. Because <laughs> she said, you know, people believe that if they move to the island and then they can't find a job or something, they'll go to the oh. beach and tr- have a conversation with her or the island. It's like oh Moana. I love that. <laughs> we need, we to, need be to be more doing like that. way more of that. Yep. Well, yep. you know how we love Jason Momoa? Oh, yeah, we do. I mean, and even The Rock, these guys are oh. enlightened men who are super right. sexy, but they're spiritual too. Oh my God! Are so they? It's oh. the island. <laughs> spiritual. That's what we'll call it. Yeah, Jason Momoa can be spiritual all over my body. <laughs> spiritual. Okay, wait. Okay, let me stay on track. First of all, we've. Okay, can we discuss what yes. everyone wants us to discuss, which is the black hole discovery yeah. picture thing? Okay, dang, that's cool. Were you super psyched about it? Uh, yes, but here's what I didn't know, that we didn't have a picture of this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I mean, we so all was... know about black holes, but I didn't know that they technically were just a theory. Okay. so We didn't have an like... actual photo of one. Right. They weren't theory, though. Well, sort of. Like, they know that it exists. Well, I guess it should say it backs up, like, Einstein's theory of relativity. Like, it really, like, this was something that they needed yeah. to prove that theory, like, more correct or something. But, like, right. the the fact that we did, I didn't know that we didn't have a picture of it before. Right. So this was a big deal. But to you, you were like, don't we already have one of those? Well, yeah. But at first I was like, wait a sec. What are we getting a picture of here? Like, <laughs> I need great. to do a deep dive. And then I found out, I was like, oh, dang, that's cool. Okay. Okay. And then, so everyone was celebrating. And then there was this, the moment when everyone started saying, yeah, well, a woman did it. And it became this big thing. And that's yes. when everyone started tweeting to us. Yep. And then it, the tides turned and it kind of got weird to well, me. Well, I don't know about this. Okay. So everyone was celebrating that it was a woman and then simultaneously saying like, and no one's talking about how it's a woman. Meanwhile, everyone that I knew was talking about how it was a woman. So it almost felt like that thing where, you know, when they introduce George Clooney's wife, Amal, and instead of mentioning him, they'll be like, international lawyer, Amal Clooney and her husband were, and they almost do it over the, they overcorrect for all Mm -hmm. the times we've said Mm -hmm. George Clooney's wife. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so that's what it felt like. Where it was like okay. they were making two. They were calling her a woman scientist or female scientist, which annoyed me. She's not a female. She's just scientist. a scientist, yeah. for Christ's sake. Oh yeah, so that I don't like me. that. Mm-hmm. That does bug me. A female anything. I'm like, just it's just. What Do you it ever is. have that feeling where you're like, okay, you're making too much of a big deal about it? Almost like yeah. we yeah. weren't able to do it, and no one can believe we can do anything. <laughs> Yeah, I get that. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then Pete, the incels and all those dicks Ew, started tweeting to the male lead or whatever of the group of scientists and congratulating him instead. Ugh. Like intentionally going, yeah. oh, And then he said, gross. stop congratulating me. Like we're a team and this, Good. you shouldn't, you're just being misogynistic. And by the way, I'm gay, so I don't know what oh, you're... Fun. So that was fun too, but it just felt like it was this never-ending story over this one picture. But can you believe but it took how them years? Cute, to- I shouldn't say cute. That, that how exciting was her mm-hmm. face in that photo? Oh, right, and so relatable. Yes, and she's like, "Oh my god, I think this is it!" Like, oh, it was so fun. I'm you gonna know call what cute. that feels what like when you work on something and toil <gasps> over it for years, and it's just numbers and abstract, and then there's a picture of this black hole. I mean, you can hear it. I listened to just a, a brief clip of, of her talking about it, and you can hear the excitement in her voice. Really? Yes, it's really fun. Well, that's exciting. Like she, I like that. It sounds like it sounds like if you had a six-year-old or seven-year-old and you took them to Disneyland for the first time and you let them ride a ride and then they got off the ride and you asked them what it was like. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they were like, oh my God, it was so fun. I've just been waiting for this for my whole entire life. And then when I went on, it was even better than I expected. And then all of a sudden it was like this. And then it was like this. And like, that's how she said Good. it was I'm so, so fun. Yeah. And they're like, Good. man, if you're like a, anybody who's excited about science and hear that and know that you can be the one to discover something new, like yeah. that's, that like, that's stuff. exciting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that fills people with like hope and, and motivation. And they're just so much left in the world to be discovered. We don't even know. So don't stop searching. You know what we discovered is how much we enjoy using Quip toothbrushes. Yep. Took it I on mean, my trip. It didn't take us years to figure that out, but we did discover it. And oh, you <laughs> took it on your trip. Did you take the top with you and cover it up with it? Sus. I wait. Oh, you mean the base thing? Yeah. No, I didn't. I we have a debate about it in our family because you can yeah. take the mount off the mirror and use that as a cap, uh-huh. and I always do that, and my son and my husband never do, and I'm always like, why don't you take the cap? And they're like, eh, it's t- yeah. That's what I said to Landon too, uh, and and he right. kept the whole base, so now he like puts it all back together and screws it, and it's got like a whole plastic. I was like, why didn't I do my that? God. Men I know. Are I was weird. Like, I swear they are. It's true, <laughs> but you know what? He loves his toothbrush, and it's always nice and sealed. And yeah, I should probably just follow his his lead. Any, there. Anybody that ever had one of those bulky electric ones will appreciate mm-hmm. what Quip has. It's That's so Landon. much. Yeah. yeah, it's just sleek and minimal and beautiful in your bathroom. But it really does a great job brushing. It pulses every thirty seconds, so you know to switch sides. And um, they, the brush heads are automatically delivered every three months, just like the dentist wants, for only five bucks. And that's why I love Quip and uh, why they're backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash brain candy, you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash brain candy. All right, yeah. so we celebrated the black hole. Now, yeah. can we please discuss... This is what happens when one of us or both of us is away, and then we yeah. get back together, and I'm like, we have to discuss all of these things. <laughs> we have to talk about the lady that got bees in her eye. Oh, my God. Suze, I was terrified to click on that link. <laughs> Why? Do you have I a was fear like, of bees? I'm like, I don't want to see something that I can't unsee. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's freaking me out right now. I'm sure and she also, felt the same way. I love bees. Okay, uh, right. So I'm like, I don't tarnish my image of bees. Right, right, right. Don't. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm freaking out. <laughs> everything Tell me everything you say is hilarious. Like, <laughs> don't tarnish my image of bees. Okay, okay. Well, so oh wait, so you didn't read the article? Nope. Oh my god! I ain't you clicking so that shit. Weird. Nope, 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 nope. I have two vivid of an imagination i okay. already am picturing what it looks like of like little okay, <laughs> okay, okay. so what happened was if you didn't read the story is that this woman started to feel irritation in her eye and oh um thankfully she's not one of those people like me who will just rub their eye over and over until like something comes out or whatever because if she had done that, she might have gone blind. Thankfully, oh she has discipline. Oh oh she went to the doctor, and the doctor started exploring around. It had started to swell, and it was really uncomfortable. And apparently, between this is what freaked me out. This, the bees that he ended up finding were lodged between her eyelid and her eyeball. I pictured it behind her eye. It was in front? Yeah, it was on Dude. the lid. <laughs> Dude, it was four bees and P.S. Four? Was, yes. Bees. And I was picturing like baby bees. No, they're big bees. What? They were How big is this big. lady's eyeball? <laughs> do we have other things going on? Like, do we have, do we, what? How hmm. big is this lady's eyeball? I'm well, freaking out, man. <laughs> apparently, these are called sweat bees. And what? they were drinking the salt from her tears. Oh, fuck this. I'm a crier. This is not good for me. Fuck this. Sarah, how do you think of this stuff to say? What do you mean? Fuck this. I'm a crier. This is not good for me. Like you're now a high risk. Yeah, because I have so many salty tears. I I do not need a new thing to worry about. He started roaming around in her eyeball 
and saw like wiggly legs poking out of her eyelid. Dude. And that's how he knew there were bees in there. But Evidently, like four? How do you get four? So, there's, there's some holes in this story. No, some. this is what she claims that she had gone to the cemetery to put flowers by a grave. And apparently sweat bees hang out in cemeteries. Oh, for goodness sakes. <laughs> I don't know why. And so there was a dust up, I guess. And those babies flew right into her eyeball and started drinking some delicious tears. Oh, my God. Well, now I feel like I have to see this. (sighs) Yeah, the picture isn't bad. It's more the, just the notion that's troubling. It's like every five years or so, a story (laughs) comes out where there's, like, a cockroach living in somebody's ear or bees in the eyelids. I'm just really hoping bugs stay out of all my orifices. I, it just seems like if there is such a thing as a sweat bee and they enjoy salt, that this would be a bigger problem. That's that's true. That's what I'm saying. Like, why haven't I heard about this before? And also, <laughs> do we see this in horses? Like, I feel like horses would be. That is a great question. You know? Maybe they have room. Because they always during... have stuff around their eyeballs. Yeah, those big-ass bowling ball sweat eyeballs. Bees. Damn. <laughs> sweat bees. <laughs> Yeah, but I love bees too, and yeah. I support their efforts. But wouldn't if you felt like that, wouldn't you rub your eye? Yes, absolutely. Thank God she didn't. I mean, is that really what they're saying? Like, if she would have rubbed her eye, it would have been like lights mm-hmm. out. Yeah, they said danger zone. It would have been wow. perhaps blinding or oh severe injury. <laughs> I don't know. That's 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 a lot for me to take in. <clears throat> Yeah, Jeez. sorry I had to share that with oh, you. Oh, you know what? I just saw a picture. Yeah, it's not too bad. Okay. But they're pretty big is... for for eyeball bees. Dude, Sue's. <laughs> okay, that wasn't that. You're right, you're right. Thank you for, yeah. for, for standing next to me in case I have a flip out. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Yeah. And she's fine. Okay, it's all good. Good, good. It's just more the idea that there could be bees living in your eyeballs yeah. that really yeah. gets you. Yeah. Up. Did you hear about the <laughs> comedian that died on stage? This is not yes! funny, by the way. Yeah. Dude, that's also crazy. How about how the people yeah. didn't do anything because they thought it was part of the act? Well, and he was kind of like a comedian who did some oddball things, right? He was kind of a yeah, that's an a interesting real character. risky thing to do. If he just had he cried wolf. Yeah. So he had a heart attack, right? Yes, he had a heart attack on stage, and people in the audience said he was up there for five minutes sitting. He had pulled up a chair and was sitting on the chair and was, I don't know if you'd call it unconscious or just nonverbal. Yeah, they said his head went back and his arms were shaking. Right, and they just thought it was part of the act and they were laughing. I would definitely laugh. I would not know. Yeah. You know, I wonder... if there was anybody in the medical field in the audience. Oh, my God. Because I feel like that's one of those things where you what should notice. would you do if you knew that you could have helped and didn't? <gasps> oh, I would feel so guilty. That's the worst. Oh, God. I right? wonder, so, you know, as a, as a therapist, we're mandated reporters, but only when we're wearing the hat of a therapist. You know, like we, we, it's, it's a, it's not a mandatory report. If I see something in it's permit, what do they call it? It's permitted. Like the reporting is permissible or whatever the word is. Mm -hmm. Like I can report, but I don't have to report if I see, you know, something outside of like times where I'm in a, like the therapist in the room or whatever. But I wonder what the rule is if there's something like that for people in the medical field. Like, do they have to act if they see something? What's the rule on that? That's a good question. I suppose it depends on what... Um, how expansive the Hippocratic Oath applies. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. <clears throat> I would imagine, though, that anybody that would be in the field is going to yes. intervene, but I don't suppose they have to. 
unless yeah. they're on the job. Right. But That's that what would, I think. It might be something like that. I, just, I guess I've never been around anyone having a heart attack, but I, from the movies, you think they'd be able to say, uh, this is an emergency or something. Yeah. I didn't know they went quiet. Man, for that <laughs> right? long. Oh, like when somebody was having a heart attack themselves? Yeah, I never knew Oh, that. I think there are just so many different levels yeah. of it. And sometimes you know? they just maybe are having the equivalent of a seizure type of thing? Maybe. Right, and they Ooh, can't talk. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Scary as heck. Because sometimes you could be having a heart attack and everything's fine and you don't even know it. And you have like a mild heart attack. Mm-hmm. Like you know it. but And I heard that a heart attack in a woman can look like symptoms of the flu. Oh, my God. Yeah. Of course. And with women, it's, like, harder to detect. Right, because we're like, it's fine. It's no big <sighs> deal. Right. I'm just yeah. under the weather. Ah, that's crazy. You know Man. what's going to give you a heart attack is when you hear about Robin Hood. Oh, so tell me. Robin Hood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free, while other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all your profits. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections, such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you can never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of the Brain Candy Podcast a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at braincandy.robinhood.com. All right. Got it. Uh, So... Just a quick little Google search of what a heart attack in a woman feels like. <laughs> yeah. This is basically like <clears throat> life being a woman. <clears throat> okay. It's what? like nausea or vomiting. <laughs> so it's like cramps. waves of nausea, coming cakes, cramps, Ooh. vomiting or diarrhea, dizziness or lightheadedness, anxiety, sweating or feeling overheated. Stop. Extreme or unusual fatigue, shortness of breath. And non-chest pain. <laughs> Come on. So basically, if you have any symptom besides those associated with a heart attack, you're probably having a heart attack. I feel like I've had a heart attack every day of my life. That, me too. I'm like reading this and it's like, do you have burning in your upper, tingling or aching in your upper back, shoulders, arms, or even your neck, throat, jar, ear? It might feel like a backache or a pulled muscle or a pinched nerve. Did you ever see the Sarah Silverman bit where... She talks about that sign you see at pools where they're like, don't swim if you've had diarrhea in the last yes. two weeks. And she's like, um, as a Jewish woman, yes. there hasn't been two weeks that I have not had diarrhea. <laughs> and I totally, that's what you're saying. This, all these yeah. symptoms, it's basically it's like, the same as getting your period or... Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm like looking at this right now and I'm like, I think I may currently be having a heart attack. <laughs> Sarah's mid heart attack as we speak. There are bees in my eyes and I definitely am having a heart attack. My pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> that is terrible. Wow. Wonder why that's it's different in women. I'm dying. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Isn't that weird? It's like, you know, and then women see you, they that's why it gets missed and why heart attacks are can be yes. so like fatal or, or or deadly for women especially if they're under what like between the ages of like 30 and 54 it said because those are so difficult to associate with a heart attack. So women are like, "Oh, I'm not going to go in. That's probably just something else." Wow. Yeah, why is it different? Mm-hmm. You would think the anatomy Because would we be... have the same, yes. Mm-hmm. It's got to be hormone related then. I feel like we really need to just have more doctors on the show because we have Yeah, we, we're asking a lot of questions and taking <laughs> a lot of liberties with our non-medical degrees when answering. Remember when I was at the Chicago meetup and two of the brainiacs that came were doctors and... One of them was saying how funny she thinks it is when we talk about medical stuff because we totally get it wrong all the time. 
what we admit when we're wrong, though. Like, yeah, I have no idea. It's probably this. <laughs> <laughs> that like, sounds that's not right. Yeah. What do you think you're going to die oh. of? Oh, good question. I think just old age. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You know what? But I'm worried about is my eyes going, though. Oh my God, I was just thinking about this. Really? Macular degeneration runs in my family, so I'm always get, going to the doctor and getting that checked out. Or the eye, you know. Eye what do they tell you? Do they tell you to take any supplements or anything? Not until later. Like, oh. I'll start them when I'm like 45 or 50 or something. But my aunt is uh, on it, and she, her vision's really, really good. So she's, uh, she's like taking care of it. I think if you just like get it early. That's, you just can eat a lot of carrots, don't they say that? Like, yes, they do. Yes, and I don't know yeah. if it's true, but it couldn't hurt. And yeah, doctor, I've, doctor friends, <laughs> speak up. <laughs> right, they're gonna be like, no. Is there a doctor in the house? <laughs> That's something that I was thinking about because I was imagining there are some older folks who lose their um, hearing and vision, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and basically, what do you have to do then if you can't see or Ugh. hear? I mean, it's just a nightmare. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't like that. Hello. There was a oh. documentary film from a couple of years ago. It was just a short 10-minute short film, and um, it was about people in nursing home, and one of the women they showed experienced that, and she would get her junk mail out of the mailbox and then cut it up for no reason other than it passed the time. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was heart-wrenching. That sounds like misery. Mm-hmm. That sounds like when you're in some like sci-fi movie and they sentence you to like a lifetime of like <laughs> right. pain and suffering as like punishment <laughs> for whatever in like some alternate universe or parallel universe. That's what you would do. Yes. Ugh. Right? Yeah. And so it's... And it's like Groundhog's Day because every day is the same and every day there's junk mail and... Yeah. And she said she knew it was fruitless, but mm-hmm. she felt like it was a ritual that made her feel like she was still productive and useful. Yeah. Ooh. Brutal, right? Brutal. We can't Okay, get- technology would better just like advance. So like I got... <laughs> That's your answer for everything. Remember when I was yes. like, what if you regret your tattoos? And you're like, by the time I regret them, they'll be easy to take off. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, technology is advancing at very rapid speeds. We're going to be fine. Do you really believe that though? Or yes. does that just make you feel better? No, I really believe that. I really, really do. I you're think... so uh, optimistic. Yeah, you know, now we see those, um, uh, what are they, they're almost like exoskeletons that are helping people who um, are paralyzed walk. Right. So it's, on, it's we're just yeah, a hop, skip, and a jump away from <laughs> everything else. Like, And now if you're born with, I was watching a whole thing on this uh, about... It was a TED talk from a long, a, a while ago, probably like five or six years ago, about the future of like robotics and stuff like that, and how people who are born with hearing problems and get implants now have better hearing than people who were born with natural hearing. And people who get like I think there's also like now we can do something with the eye where I don't know if it's a what it is, but that their eyesight will be better than that of a regular person, and how these Whoa. little advancements and f- the perfect example is the runner who had the legs like he didn't have legs, and he's faster than people who, with both legs that is so amazing you as when you combine like robotics and technology and all these other things with the human body we're building humans that are better than their standard model holy smokes and like what does that mean you know so i think that's just that's encouraging yeah all right maybe you're right maybe there is hope for all (laughs) there is not if we have a heart attack we're fucking screwed i saw a headline (laughs) i saw a headline today about the hearing aids of the future and it was talking about how they'll even, I don't even know what this meant, but they'll be able to differentiate between languages. Maybe there are. Oh, dude. <laughs> what that, is, how is that useful though? I'm not sure. I mean. Do you think that it's because some languages are uh, inherently louder than others? Different. Or, I think that means more than that. Tra- translator. I, like, or, yeah. I okay. think it's like that. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, that's pretty slick. Yeah, because it just, oh, my God. How would they even do that? This is crazy. <laughs> I don't know. But it was just, it was showing how the things that they're creating for it are what, are what you're describing. They're yeah. superior to the human ear. Yes. Even. Yeah. So, so that's encouraging. Not, right. So, like, no worries, people. But, <laughs> ooh. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, I have something that I'm mad about. Oh, I love a Susie's mad about something story. And uh, before I tell you what it is, I'll tell you there's something I'm not mad about, which is when you consolidate your loans and then get a way better rate through Lightstream. You won't be mad about it either. No, you won't be mad. You'll be super happy. Um, This is an example of someone we work with that uh, I hear constantly good things about them, and that encourages me. Um, If you have high-interest credit cards, then you know it sucks and you want a lower rate. And you can refinance your credit card balances and save with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. You can get a fixed rate as low as 6.14% APR with auto pay. They have loans between five and a hundred thousand bucks. Um, there are no fees and you can get your money as soon as the day you apply. And, uh, that's the application online is super simple too. It's not invasive and it takes only a moment. If you want to save even more, our listeners get an additional interest rate discount. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash brain candy, L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash brain candy. Subject to credit approval rate includes a 0.50 auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash brain candy for more information. Anybody that's had those high interest rates knows that it's really frustrating and hard to get out of that pit. Yeah, so, the fact that you get an extra discount just for listening to our show. I mean, you're welcome. Cool. Yeah, you're welcome. Come on now. Okay, so this is so stupid, but it's been bothering me since uh, Valentine's Day, and I'm going to tell you oh, about it. Wow, you've been harboring some serious <laughs> feelings for a while about this. <laughs> Let them out, Susie. Okay, so uh, on Sirius Satellite Radio over Valentine's Day, they had a on the Beatles channel, they had a Beatles countdown, which they do a lot of like the best Beatles love songs. Okay. Okay. So I'm putting you on the spot, but can you think of like a, a Beatles love song that you particularly like that you would oh. vote as their number one? Let and me there's think. lots of them. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. probably go with Yesterday myself. Oh, God, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, you know, I love Norwegian Wood, but it's sad. Ooh. It's like not a love. It's it's a love song, but it's like one where he's like pining for her and she's like, whatevs, you know. No, I love I, a melancholy love song. I do love nice. that one. I think mm-hmm. that one speaks to me the most. Okay. So that's a good choice. It's and like I feel longing. Like, yes. And I, even I want to hold your hand. That's even about oh, longing. Oh, yes. Oh, my <laughs> God. I get chills. I love that. I pick that one. So there's so many to choose from, though. You could there are an enormous number of Beatles love songs that would be great choices. Yeah. So I'm ready. Like I'm counting down. I'm so excited. What's it going to be? And they go through all my favorites. I'm like, what could be number one? Yeah. Well, I'm furious about it. <laughs> Yellow submarine. This was. <laughs> What if I would fucking boycott if they chose Yellow <laughs> Submarine? I hate that song. Okay, so uh, this was by vote too. This wasn't just the people at oh, the Beatles channel. Okay, okay, this okay, got it. Beatle fans voting. Okay, fucking let it be. It's not even a love song. I love no, let it's it be. It's not. It's but not. It it's not a love song. It's not. It's like a. It's it's a. It's like a a an. It was an about his mom appearing to him in a dream and saying, like, don't worry, everything's all right, let it be. Yeah, that's, I didn't know it was about that, but <laughs> that's, that's cool. And I, I just thought it was like a, an anthem for peace, like, like, yeah, peace well, that's, and, I think you're thinking yeah. of it, of the uh, Across the Universe movie when they put that in the yeah. film, it was in yeah. that context. And that's a great way to interpret it. It is not about romantic love, no. whatever it is. Yeah, I don't like that either. What? Hmm, weird. How nobody could that to many people have misunderstood the song to have made it number one love song Ooh. by the Beatles? Or was it one of those things where everybody loves that song and it was everybody's second yeah. choice? Yeah, right. And their first choice was all different. So like some crazy <gasps> like glitch in the algorithm, the mm-hmm. second choice became the most popular one because the first one was 
there was a really wide variety of number one, but that's like that's a really second, good theory. That's my theory. That is smart because yeah, that they happens, might have just all right? split the vote, and then you, yes. you end up with Ross Perot. Yeah, there. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> it's a mixed metaphor. That right. I mean, yeah, because I how it's been sitting with me now for two months. And I'm just like, what is wrong with you people? Which one did you say would be your number one? I would probably go with yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. Yeah, because that's also about heartbreak and whatever. Anyway, so I want to know what the Brainiac's favorite Beatles song is. Ooh, yeah. Too, because I don't know. It's just, I love it. I can also play Let It Be on the ukulele now. No. Yes. I want to hear it. Did you post that? I missed it. Yeah, a a while ago. Sometimes and it's a fun one because watch... you can play it really slow or you can play it with like a little bit of a jazzy beat. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Sometimes yeah. I have to watch your videos muted because I'll be like in bed with my oh, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so maybe that was one of them. Dang. Yeah. Well, you can play yeah. it for me sometimes. Serenade me. I will. I definitely will. And I was thinking about how of, you had asked me one time who I would want to interview more than anybody and it would definitely be Paul McCartney. Oh, I didn't good say answer. that at the time because I didn't think of it, but now I decided. And I want to really know who you would choose. Like, if you met somebody that was your ultimate, who would it be? Mm. Just die. Oh, Preferably gosh. someone alive. Yeah, I mean, I really think it, it's such a weird one, but I think Robert Sapolsky. For he real? Is like, my favorite. I just know that I would talk with him for hours. That's We really would be nice. excited about the same stuff. That's really fun. And all the things where I'm like, oh my God, let me tell you about this. And everybody's like, uh-huh, yeah. He'd be like, yes, oh my God. And then also about this story. And he gets equally as excited as me about things. And to so if you don't know who he is, he's a famous psychologist. Is that right? Biological anthropologist. Oh, yeah. okay. And, but he, I think Ant like also works with animals. Like, like uh, uh, behavior. Yeah, he does the, like, because uh, he works in studying stress on the body and uses uh, animals for research, but also relates it to humans. And But he, like, yeah, does a little bit of both. I think he's technically a biological. Let me see. I'll have to look it up now. But uh, anyways, he's just the best. He is the bee's niece. Oh, my God. Do you have yeah. anybody like that for you that's a traditional celebrity? Yeah, Beyonce. That's a good answer. Yeah, de- like easy without, like, no, she's no a goddess. Doubt about it. Yeah. What would you say oh, to he's her? He's technically he an American neuroendocrinologist, professor oh. of biology, professor of neurology, neuro- neurological scientists, and courtesy neurosurgery at Stanford University. So he holds many titles. Wow. That's I mean, our come kind on. Of guy. We're sapiosexuals yeah. around here. Oh, I love it. I'm like, mm, <laughs> give me some of that beard. Yes. <laughs> I remember I asked you, like, if you thought he was attractive, you're like, well, he's he is, but not in the classic sense. Not in the classic way. <laughs> then I looked yeah. him up. Neuroendocrinology, um, that's it. Oh, you can watch his lectures. It's from Stanford online, and they're great. If you met Beyonce, what would you say to her? Oh, nothing. I'm already getting nervous and tongue-tied right now. <laughs> I would just probably, you know, like the Pope recently, um, this was like just the other day, the Pope was meeting with two, I don't know what they were, like government officials or something from countries that were at war who recently signed a peace treaty, and he got on his knees and just kissed their feet. Oh, my God. I would probably do that to Beyonce. (laughs) I'd probably just get on my knees and kiss her feet. Like, I wouldn't know what to say. I would just like... Was that what it was like whenever I met Patrick Fabian finally? (laughs) I, I got all quiet, and then I became like a mime. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah total jackass and sarah was charming and adorable i mean i really blew it like let me tell you about my friend Susie right here (laughs) she's a big fan of yours we're (laughs) we're driving there the whole time and i'm like sarah you don't understand like this is the guy Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, Suze, I get it. Because I was like, what if you met Jeff Goldblum? It's like that. And you're oh, like, whoa. Yeah, whoa. It's like that. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh, God. God, Jeff. I love Such him. Such a loser. Okay. Anyway. Oh, man, that's um, funny. What else did I want to cover with you? 
Oh, what? I wanted to ask you, because you were on a flight. Did you have a straight flight uh, LAX to Honolulu? Yeah, Long Beach to Honolulu, but close oh, enough. Oh, Long Beach, even better. Yeah. Major complaints, though. What? They took the... There's no entertainment system. And then they oh. do this thing now where you have to yes, download, download the, the app, app. before mm-hmm. you take off. Yeah. And if you don't, you're screwed. Yes. Enjoy silence. Yes. And the guy next to me, unfortunately, that was his situation. Oh, no. And I downloaded it, thank God. But, oh. like, I couldn't figure out how to get it to work on my laptop. There was, like, this plug-in that no matter what, how many times I downloaded it did not work. I can't figure out what button I need to click. I even looked up how to do it before the flight. Everything didn't work. So I just watched everything from my little iPhone screen. Watched a great new show called Resident, The Resident. Check that out. Oh, medical yeah. drama. Dude, the showrunner that follows me on um, Twitter, and she's super nice. You'll love her. Oh, man. That show is so good. And then when I discovered there were two seasons, I was like, well, I know what I'm doing all weekend. Oh, good. That's so fun oh. when you find a new show. Yeah, and it's great because it it uh, like pulls back the curtain on what the medical industry is really about yeah. and like how the hospital is trying to like profit off of everybody and the mm-hmm. run test they don't need to run and all this stuff and how we always say you have to be smarter than your doctor yeah and how like this is why and i just love that they're like not sugarcoating it and it's so good yeah she's um she pushes for a lot of that sort of progressive legislation regarding the medical field so yeah i can see why Ooh, that's that cool message comes across that's awesome awesome but- I asked the, about the flight because... Oh, yeah. Totally forgot. Yeah. I almost did. Because I read that, gosh, I think it was Delta maybe, mm-hmm. is limiting the reclining of seats from 5.5 oh. inches to 3.5 inches on some flights um, because it was causing, first of all, a lot of fights on oh my god and also because you know when you put your laptop on the tray and then someone puts their seat back and it can really mess up your laptop and so that was a big problem for folks that are commuting or flying for business or whatever um are you a seat recliner Uh, on flights actually no no me neither you know that what that's weird why i don't i don't know why i don't know why i don't Hmm. it's interesting that both of us don't do that yeah, because we're not assholes. Yeah, and you know what? I do feel like an asshole when I do it. The only time when I, that I do do it if the, is if the person behind me is like kicking Small. my seat a whole bunch. I was like, well, I guess I'm oh, going to be yeah. reclining now. <laughs> yeah, like make a big scene out of it. <laughs> right? Are you one but, of those people that recri- reclines abruptly? Yeah, well, if the person behind me is being like that, I will, but not, you know, that's that, not usually. You're not going uh, that shit. Really the problem is is like we're blaming the people in the seat behind us or the seat in front of us and they're reclining and blah, blah, blah. But really it's just that the airlines, this wouldn't be a problem if the seats weren't so goddamn close to each other. (laughs) That's what happened. They moved all the seats and now they're like, well, people are getting in fights. Like it's our fault. That's a good point. We have anger displacement. We're mad at the recliners instead of the airlines. It's like if you put all, like, I think about those chickens, like, all crammed into a coop, and they'd be like, well, the chickens are, are pecking at each other. The, it, right. mu- we got to remove their beaks. Well, fuck you. No, make a bigger crate, and they wouldn't be pecking at each other. <laughs> right. That's a good point. But I do yeah. hate recliners because, be, be that as it may, that the airlines are causing the problem, you can still not make it worse by reclining you know what i'm saying i what bugs me so much is when the seat is back no joke a half a centimeter like actually a half a Mm -hmm. centimeter and the flight attendant comes by and goes i know she i need you to put your seat up yeah i need you to put your seat up and you're like more really and like it doesn't go up anymore, but you just press the button. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then they put their hand on the back, like they're going to assist you as you put it up. Yeah. I, I'm just like, really? That much? It's almost, and oh, I mean, I just, I don't, I know it's their job. I know they have to. I know there's probably some weird reason for why, but that is just like, okay, okay I know. Okay, I got it. 
You, oh. It's funny because remember we got in trouble with the flight attendant on Twitter that one time because she right. thought we were um, disparaging her job, which we weren't. Although Sarah is now. <laughs> no, I'm I'm complaining about the the frustrations <laughs> of the rules that they have to be the ones enforcing. They're the enforcers of the rules. It's the it's the the. I'm not mad at them. They're the messengers. I it's find just the it whole. Fast. I like the whole dance of the flight. And the rules and how we pretend like it all matters. Uh-huh. It's not as if anyone has survived a plane crash because their tray was up. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's but really just crowd control. It. Like, like it just feels like, yeah, we do. There's no reason. And then and it is you not know how you fault. really know is that we used to have to all put away our cell phones and now they, they won't even do that because they no. know it's unenforceable. Yeah. It and now control. they're just like... If you have a small portable device, feel free to use it. <laughs> okay. So before this wasn't like, then they tried to say things like, oh, you have to put it away because it interferes with radio, like the control towers. Bullshit. No, it doesn't because now it's fine. Yeah. Why do they keep saying that? So that was a bunch of lies before. Was it though? I don't know. <laughs> I, I just feel like possible. if you had a device that interfered with yeah. the, yeah. like, you it wouldn't be allowed yeah you're if right. i can't bring any more than four ounces of shampoo how come something that would interfere with the you know four ounces whatever of i right. really love when you get worked up <laughs> because you it's are like, i'm not even that worked up this morning and you'll yeah. follow the rules but you're gonna be mad about it Yes, totally true. And it's like the letter of the law versus the bear. Like, I want to know mm-hmm. why it's a mm-hmm. rule. If yeah. it feels like completely, what's the word, arbitrary, yeah, like there's yeah. no, then I'm like, why? What? This is, this is bullshit. This is like, somebody explained to me. Cause it's like anything. I, I want the science. I want the research. I want to know like what, and that's why I'll follow the rules. I'm like, yep. Cause that's what the science says. That's what the research says. This is why we're doing it. There's method to the madness. Definitely follow the rules. Blah, blah, blah. But if it seems like mm, there's no real reason for this, then I get mad. I feel that way about dumb stuff. Like, for example, um, I had a, a bellyache and I was like, what is a bellyache anyway? Mm-hmm. And so oh, I wanted uh-huh. to find out what is it? But you can't even get an answer. It'll just say what causes it, you know, like constipation or indigestion oh, or I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. I want to know what's going on in there to give me pain. This is not really what you were describing, but it kind of no, is the same thing. It I is. just need and you answers. Know what? I uh so I read something so I can't this is a long time ago, but it was saying that most of the time when you say you have a stomach ache, you don't actually have a stomach ache. Your stomach is a lot higher than you think it is. Oh. And your stomach is is at the very top. Mm. That oh. what you really have is a digestive problem yeah. because it's in your small intestines or large intestines. So it's not the stomach. Mm. Okay. Well, see, you're it's more help than Google was. the large intestines or small intestines. Okay. So it's like a gastrointestinal disruption. Yes. And then you can kind of <laughs> narrow it down because like hey. if it's like nausea, then it's usually the stomach. Mm-hmm. But if it's cramping, it's the intestines but See? i'm sure our doctor friends are gonna be like uh that's actually <laughs> not correct so i don't know but this is just what i i like remember from something i read one time and well you know. yeah i think you're getting what i'm saying though is if you actually totally. want an answer sometimes you can't get it whether it's why do we have this rule or why do i have a bellyache or why do i have bees in my eyeball <laughs> for example for example how big, quote of the episode how big is this woman's eyeball <laughs> <laughs> what if that like, was the problem? You, right. Oh, right. I well, you, you never know. Sometimes there's, you know, the, the little things and you're like, oh, uh, hmm. Right. We just yeah, didn't, didn't have all the information. The, right, 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 right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, we got to okay. go. We got to wrap this fun, fun time up. That was fun. I'm going to go listen to some to Beatles and practice Let It Be. Yes. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. We love you. Bye, friends. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Weave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. 
Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.